Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, July 25th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. St. Louis-based BJC Healthcare plans to merge with St. Luke's Health System in Kansas City. Hospital officials say the deal will help patients, but analysts say mergers typically don't make care more affordable. The empirical research shows that on average they lead to higher prices. And on balance, although the evidence is mixed, um, quality, if anything, seems to go down. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton will report on the health care merger trend. Sweltering temperatures are forecast for the rest of the week in St. Louis and other parts of the Midwest. Heat indexes will be around 100 degrees throughout the weekend, probably even a little higher. Cooling centers are now open in St. Louis and surrounding areas. Brian Williamson is with the American Red Cross of Illinois. He says it's important to take extra precautions. Make sure that you're staying hydrated, taking care of yourself, and if you see something going on with somebody else, always good to check and ask. Make sure that everybody's doing all right. Williamson says excessive heat can lead to sunburns, cramps, exhaustion, or heat stroke. He says people should take frequent breaks when working outdoors and wear loose-fitting, light-colored clothing. Efforts are underway to reopen a downtown St. Louis homeless shelter. The Post-Dispatch reports leaders of New Life Evangelistic Center want the building to include a church, food pantry, and office space. The shelter's permit was revoked by the city in 2017 for several violations, including over-occupancy. Leaders want St. Louis to allow the reopening of the first and second floors along with the basement. They are prepared to file a federal lawsuit if the city rejects the plan. The Federal Health and Human Services Secretary has used a Chicago visit to discuss efforts to lower prescription drug prices. Mawa Iqbal has more. Javier Becerra said HHS is working hard to carry out the Inflation Reduction Act, namely the measures protecting Medicare users from high drug costs. The law caps monthly insulin costs and fully covers preventative vaccines like shingles and tetanus. It also requires drug companies to pay a rebate if they raise their prices for certain drugs faster than the rate of inflation. Becerra said seniors on Social Security get a cost-of-living increase based on inflation. He said, quote, Why should a drug company be able to increase the price of life-saving medicine for some of those same seniors who were on fixed incomes more than the rate of inflation? Becerra said his department has already caught companies trying to do this. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Missouri will begin accepting applications for more marijuana-related businesses this week. The state is opening an online process Thursday to eventually award six licenses in each of Missouri's eight congressional districts. The application period ends August 10th. Those licenses will be for micro-businesses, which could be dispensaries or wholesale operations. They have to be majority-owned by people who meet one of the eight qualifications listed on the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services website. They include living in an area where 30 percent of the population is below the national poverty level. A leading Democrat in the Illinois Senate says he wants to make it easier for family farmers to pass on their land to descendants without a forced sale to pay for estate taxes. Senator Dave Kaler says the current state cap on the amount of an estate exempt from inheritance tax is $4 million. He says that hurts small business owners and even some middle-class people. And I talked to somebody yesterday morning who was a retired teacher, said that uh, our accountant is telling us that if uh, we really want to pass on 
you know, our family wealth that we really need to, to move to another state. And so those are driving a lot of decisions. Uh, we've got to address that. Kaler believes the estate tax is the main reason people leave Illinois. He wants to raise the state exemption to match the federal limit, which this year is $12.9 million. A privately held forest is receiving national attention for its work to preserve a little-known but important part of Missouri's natural landscape. Glades are open, rocky areas usually located near woodlands, but crowded forests have covered them up. The Pioneer Forest, centered in Shannon County, was featured in an op-ed piece in the New York Times promoting the practice of thinning out forests. Botanist Neil Humkey says the decades-long effort to remove cedar trees is proving beneficial. The true biodiversity of the site that we're managing for is, is really in the ground and on the ground. It's, mm-hmm. it's the forbs, the wildflowers, the grasses. Uh, and, and those things are still there and persistent under those cedar trees, but they need the sunlight. Humkey was a guest on St. Louis on the Air. The Pioneer Forest includes more than 150,000 acres southeast of Rolla. St. Louis-based BJC Healthcare is planning to merge with St. Luke's Health System of Kansas City. The Federal Trade Commission will need to approve the proposal. Hospital officials say consolidations make healthcare better and more affordable. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton asked University of Missouri-Kansas City professor and antitrust expert Chris Garman if hospital mergers help patients. We're finding that these cross-market mergers, particularly when they're of healthcare systems in the same state, do lead to price increases on average. So there may be something there. There may be a way in which these uh, healthcare systems compete, uh, but in an unusual sense. And that comes down to the big question that a lot of patients have. What does this mean for how much I'm going to pay for procedures? Um, And what I'm hearing you say is that doesn't mean that they'll pay less. It means that they'll likely pay more based on what you've seen in the past. This is a huge question, but why does that happen? Why are you looking at higher prices? Uh, Because they have more leverage with health insurance companies. So if you have the standard uh, model when you have two hospitals, let's say, across the street from one another, and they offer the same services, they directly compete Before a merger, the health insurance companies can play off those hospitals in the negotiations. They don't have to have both of them. They can have either one. And after they merge, well, now they have to have the merged entity. And so that merged entity, that merged hospital system, has a lot more uh, leverage in those negotiations leading to increased hospital prices. One of the other things that we hear hospital leaders talk about when you see these consolidations and mergers is better patient outcomes. The argument goes, uh, this will either help us save money or make more money, which we can then filter back into making better health care for our patients. Yes. What evidence is there, if any, that these mergers can result in better health outcomes for patients? There have been a number of these cross-market mergers recently uh, some with healthcare systems in separate states. Maybe that they're thinking, you know, we've come, we've just come out of the pandemic. Uh, as a healthcare system overall, we did not do well in the pandemic. Uh, maybe they're thinking as we need to do better for the next pandemic. We need to combine resources that we can, so we can 
uh, manage population health better than we did in the pandemic, and that might require scale. There may be um, benefits that they can get by having a larger scale, uh, more likely to get uh, government research grants, um, uh, more likely to uh, innovate. So that could be a benefit. Again, the research on that is, is pretty scarce. Uh, what we do know is cross-market mergers within the same state like this. The empirical research shows that, on average, they lead to higher prices. And on balance, although the evidence is mixed, um, quality, if anything, seems to go down after, uh, after a merger of competing hospitals. But it, it, could, it could improve with this with this particular merger. Just to sort of summarize what I'm hearing you say is yeah. that this seems like it's good for hospitals, but maybe not so great for patients. That's the big question that uh, the FTC will be investigating. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what they do. Is this going to lead to um, increased prices, reduced quality, reduced access to care? That's, those, are the, those are the real important questions. Uh, but the, the Federal Trade Commission has never challenged a cross-market merger. So it, it remains to be seen if, if they challenge something like this or, or if they ever challenge a cross-market hospital merger. That was University of Missouri-Kansas City professor Chris Garman speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton. Our David Casares edited that report. Ashley Lisenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.